You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. She's out, 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 out on the street. She talks to everyone she meets. Out on the streets. She's no illusion. She tells me she's right, but she knows that she's wrong. Out on the street, you'd probably work that out yourself if you didn't know. The uh, band Space Waltz from the 70s are back. Uh, they've got a new album called Victory, a new book, and a remastered version of the debut album is also out on vinyl and CD. And Alistair Adele remains uh, vocalist and uh, guitarist with Space Waltz. In fact, uh, you're, you're almost intact, aren't you, after all these years? He joins us this morning. Good morning. I can. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes, I'm almost intact. <laughs> well, I was thinking about the band, actually, as well. Out of the five, the, the, the three of you are still there? Yeah. We we did the new album with the old band, but uh, uh, Greg, the guitarist, for, I think, basically health reasons, he pulled out. And Brent Eccles, of course, who's our, our drummer, or was our drummer, is a very, very busy man, probably New Zealand's biggest promoter. So he's got so much on his plate that we've now got Pat Coots on drums. All right. Uh, when you look back and when you listen back to that stuff uh, from the 70s and you see yourself on black and white telly, uh, do, do you smile? Uh, do you cringe? What do you do? <laughs> no, I'm proud of it. No, I don't cringe at all. Um, I think it had, a, it had an energy and at the time it really... Um, put it up the establishment in New Zealand, the music establishment. I think any young person who was watching Jelly at the time would have, would have, you know, would agree that that was true. So um, it was a great start. Well, it, and it still resonates with the youth of today. I can tell you, uh, producing the program this morning are the youth of today, and they were loving it. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's great news. I mean, we we really do feel that we're we're broad spe- spectrum that we've got. You know, we've got our um, our legacy followers, obviously, but we've been really heartened by the young people who have been coming along. They, we did a uh, in-store at uh, Real Groovy, and they we got a lot of young people coming along, so it was um, very encouraging. All right, and they're there from, they're more than out of curiosity. Yeah, um, no, I definitely. One young fellow, um, Alexander, I can't, he, he posted a series of videos on YouTube of the ba- of the songs of the new songs with him playing them on piano and singing them and he's like 17 18 year old so that's uh, a real honor what do you remember of uh, your success in the mid 1970s and new zealand in the mid 1970s very different place to be a rock band gosh uh, it was um sorry but it was um excuse me sorry you're struggling a little with an echo there, I think, by the uh, sound of it. Hopefully that will resolve itself. If you want, we could take a break. That's my... It... Um... Oh, dear, sorry. All right. Uh, yes. <laughs> sorry, that was my alarm to talk to you. Um... <laughs> well, you made it. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry about that. Um, right. That 70s, uh, it was a very conservative place. I mean, I think we had um, on Studio One New Faces that year, we had a band in Lederhosen, a brass band and um there were just a, it was just a very conservative as you can imagine um very white probably would be fair to say and um 
And we just came along with something that I think was really current, what was going on in, you know, in Europe and particularly in Britain. Yeah. And um, young people, you know, as young as sort of, I've got people who were six and seven at the time who just were just absolutely blown away that this thing that came on the television, which outraged most of the parents. Um, and um, I think that's what I think, you know, music needs, popular music needs to be visceral. I, I like that side of it. I mean, it not, isn't always that, but I think we certainly were. And um, we made the whole country sort of, you, you remember, of course, that in those days, I think it was 83% of the country were watching on Sunday nights, were watching uh, um, Channel new One. Faces. Yeah. Yes, new faces. So it was, you just cannot get that kind of coverage in any media thing these days, even online. Or But in those days, it was just the most phenomenal um, exposure you could get. Well, it's a, a fascinating. Um, people compared you to the likes of uh, Mark Boland, David, but they called you New Zealand's um, glam rock uh, yeah. band. And uh, you look at the, the, the videos now, they're all in black and white still, and you, you had the long hair and all of that, but your hair was all clean and shiny. Which, <laughs> well, that's not rock music here, is it? Uh, well, uh, mm, I wasn't really in the Rolling Stones, that kind of, I mean, actually Mick Jagger's hair is always clean and shiny, isn't it? I mean, well, now it would be. Yes, of course. Yeah. He, I, you know, it was an interesting thing. He used to do have shots of him drinking, you know, gin out of bottles and so on. And it was, most of it was fake. I mean, Keith Richards and uh, some other elements in the band were pretty, pretty low down, but uh, Keith was always a health freak. And, um, and he, he, he put on this sort of persona of this wild, wild rock and roll boy but he was always very calculating and always had his eye on the on the uh on what he needed to look like and how he needed to present the band which is you know absolutely what you would do if you were a professional in music of course yeah and mm -hmm. and you were professionals at the time so you thought yeah uh, this is what we need this is what fits our sound yeah i think uh, you, we were we didn't come from, we came more from a um a progressive rock background or we we came from a progressive rock background i mean i played blues in the 60s but um so we had the sort of prog rock and then it evolved into glam rock i always point out to people that we weren't glitter rock i mean i, ne I never wore glitter people often say to you me oh, you, you had glitter all over your face and then no. I, no i didn't um so yeah no. so we positioned ourselves very much as you know a lot of bands that were we admired in the uk at the time not just bowie but uh, bands like Yes, progressive rock bands that we admired, and Genesis, who were a very different band in those days uh, oh. to what they became. Oh, you're yeah, bringing back so, all the you're bringing back memories of um, uh, very happy days. Will you stay with us just for a couple of minutes, and uh, we'll come back and talk a bit more about um, how you see the music business, how it's changed uh, over the years, and uh, where you're going with this new project. The album is Victory. It's just dropped uh, about a month or so back now. And Alistair Riddell is with us at News Talk ZB, vocalist and guitarist with Space Waltz. Yes, yeah, still going after all these years. Back with more in a couple of minutes. News Talk ZB, 17 past eight, and Alistair Riddell, Space Waltz, uh, with us for another couple of minutes. You've got a fan, uh, Lynn. Lynn Lynn has texted uh, saying, I saw Space Waltz at Founders Theatre with Split Ends and Mark Williams in the 70s. 
you, she says, had a huge impact on her as a 14-year-old with his, and I quote here, gorgeous long hair and stunning looks. The music was out of this world. How could I forget it? <laughs> well, you see, the uh, clean long hair didn't went down all right there. Yeah, it went well there, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how, how has the business itself changed over, uh, well, crikey, we're talking 50 years now, aren't we? Well, I th- you know, the thing was that, um, well, of course, we've got computers and we've got smartphones and also we've got production on uh, home-based recording. Uh, you know, people can buy a, a recording software and they can set up at home on their laptop, basically, by themselves at a, a, um, a screen uh, defender and they can get a nice mic and they can sound pretty good. So the cost of production, it cost $30,000 in the money at the time to make an album in those days. You could buy a house for that and have some cash left over. So uh, you had to break through a kind of ceiling to to get into that that group of people. And you don't have to do that now. If you're a creative young guy, young woman at home, you you can do some pretty amazing stuff. So... Uh, I think that music has become a lot more eclectic as well. There's a lot, a huge range of styles now. I don't know if you could actually say that any particular style was the main uh, style that people followed. So in those days, music followed, tended to follow certain paths. There were us on the periphery doing progressive or glam rock, and there were people, there was obviously the mainstream stuff like uh, I, uh country fighting which uh, kept us off the charts for about four weeks <laughs> but um you know it's such a diverse thing nowadays and uh, new zealand's changed of course so uh, reggae came along reggae has had a huge impact on music in new zealand but we still sort of feel that for our style of rock and um for our style of music there's still a there's still a place for it so um we're sticking in there yeah. <laughs> Well, here's another one who says um, they lived in Holland Avenue, and they remember. Did you have a brother, Robert? No, Ron. Yeah, we Ron. lived in Holland Avenue. Yeah, we oh. that Holland Avenue in in Kelson. That's where we came from. Well, there's one of your neighbours texting. Um, they were into music as school kids, and uh, then he goes on to suggest um, your age, which I'm not going to go anywhere near. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, the people Thank can you. do the maths if they really have to. They um, can. Where you, you've got a, sh- a couple of shows coming up, haven't you? You've got a show in Wellington, I think. Yeah, we've uh, got a show 29th. at Meow on Friday the 29th. That's right. Um, and then one at Auckland, uh, following day, actually, on Sunday the 30th of September. And then uh, in October, we've got uh, Friday the 27th at the Meteor in Hamilton. And on Saturday the 28th of October, we've got uh, the White Red TNC Club in New Plymouth. So that's exciting. We're, we're, I'm getting a lot of in interest in the South Island as well, and we're putting those gigs together at the moment. So we're going to be on the road, okay. bringing it to the people. Hope they come along. Oh, uh, crikey, and saying man a lot. I, uh, I remember we all called each other man a lot at that time, didn't we? We did. We, man was the – that was the <laughs> usual <laughs> reference, wasn't it? Yeah. So um, what's the sh- what's the show going to be like uh, now that you're you're touring again? I mean, it's very it must be really exciting to be uh, doing that at a time when other people are, um, you know, leaning back on the lazy boy. Well, 
I think, what's the show going to be like? Well, we're, it's, it's a little bit conversational. We're throwing in things about the past and the present and what we're doing, what the songs are about. So it's more of an evening with Space Waltz rather than us just plowing through the, the repertoire. Cool. Uh, we did it. We did a run through uh, at Waiheke Jazz Festival at the very end of April, and it went incredibly well. We've got an album's worth of live material and video, which we're going to start putting up online so people can check that out to see what the show's like. But I think people will find it pretty entertaining. We had a, an absolutely amazing reception uh, with a sold-out show at Waiheke, just phenomenal. And, you know, you expect me to say that, but it really, we were, you know, our hearts were in our mouths. We really didn't know what we what to expect, and it went off so well. So um, that's what we're going to be bringing to, the, to people, and I, I hope they love it. Old fans, new fans? Both. We got, we had a whole range of people. We had people in their, in their teens, 20s, 30s, 40s. I think it's a, because the music, I think the new album, Victory, is, is, is still, it's very current. And we've done two or three remakes of the old album, but it's much better fidelity as, in terms of recording. So, um, yeah, we're just, just bringing a, something that I think appeals to a lot of people. And that's not an advertising, you know, plug. It, it, it really, it really is music that is broad spectrum. Go for it uh, with a shameless commercial station. So, uh, <laughs> and thank <laughs> well, you so much for being with us. I uh, really enjoyed it. I wish you every success. Space Waltz next gig, twenty ninth of uh, September in Wellington. Then they are uh, in Auckland, living the rock star life on the thirtieth, and others coming up as well later in the year. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.